It's Monday, November 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Israel and Hamas are closing in on an internationally brokered deal to pause fighting and free some of the roughly 240 hostages taken by the militant group, officials close to the talks said amid heightened security of the civilian toll of Israel's invasion of Gaza. The hostage talks brokered by Egypt, Qatar, and the U.S. have moved in fits and starts for weeks and could break down again. But they represent the most active channel of diplomacy since Hamas's October 7th attacks and the launch of an Israeli military campaign that has claimed thousands of lives. Under a proposal discussed Sunday, Hamas would release a number of women and children kidnapped during the October 7th attacks for around the same number of Palestinian women and children held in Israeli prisons, said Egyptian officials close to the talks. In other news, sugar worldwide is trading at the highest price since 2011, mainly due to lower global supplies after unusually dry weather damaged harvests in India and Thailand, the world's second and third largest exporters. This is just the latest hit for developing nations already coping with shortages in staples like rice and bans on food trade that have added to food inflation. All of it contributes to food insecurity because of the combined effects of the naturally occurring climate phenomenon El Nino, the war in Ukraine, and weaker currencies. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization is predicting a 2% decline in global sugar production in the 2023-2024 season compared with the previous year, translating to a loss of about 3.5 million metric tons, said Fabio Palmieri, an FAO global commodities market researcher. The world now has less than 68 days of sugar in stockpiles to meet its needs, compared with 106 days when they began declining in 2020, according to data from the USDA. Around the world, Javier Millet, a libertarian political outsider who pledged to flatten Argentina's political establishment, was elected president Sunday in a major shift for a country buffeted by one of the world's highest rates of inflation and mounting poverty after years of populist rule. Millet, a 53-year-old congressman, took 56% of the vote to 44% of Economy Minister Sergio Massa, with 88% of the ballots counted, the National Electoral Dictorate said. Massa conceded the loss in a speech shortly after 8 p.m. Millet's victory over the ruling Peronist movement opens the door to a broad-scale economic overhaul that he has promised for this country of 46 million people. Back in the U.S., Microsoft said it is hiring Sam Altman to helm a new advanced artificial intelligence research team after his bid to return to OpenAI fell apart Sunday with the board that fired him declining to agree to the proposed terms of his reinstatement. Microsoft Chief Executive Satya Nadella posted on X late Sunday that Altman and Greg Brockman, OpenAI's president and co-founder, who resigned Friday in protest over Altman's ouster, will lead its team alongside unspecified colleagues. Nadella said Microsoft was committed to its partnership with OpenAI and that it would move quickly to provide Altman and Brockman with, quote, the resources needed for their success, end quote. Microsoft shares rose more than 2% Monday in off-hours trading following the news. And 
Rosalind Carter, who as First Lady of the U.S. served as a key advisor to her husband Jimmy during his turbulent presidency, died at her home in Plains, Georgia on Sunday, according to the Carter Center. She was 96. Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished, former President Carter said in a statement issued Sunday. She gave me wise guidance and encouragement when I needed it. As long as Rosalind was in the world, I always knew somebody loved me and supported me, he said. Current and former political leaders from both parties praised Rosalind Carter's work on issues such as mental health and overseas democracy, including former presidents George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.